Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is one of my favorite flat pickers, songwriters, and old-time musicians, Ethan Hawkins. I met him at Mount Airy a couple years ago and immediately got a big old crush on him. Uh, he's a very good guitarist with a dreamy voice, and he's a very animated performer, so I'm really glad I got him on video. Oh, yeah, uh, I recorded this all on video. Eventually, I'll make a, a full video episode of this interview, but um, for now, uh, you might see some videos crop up in the next uh, couple weeks of maybe some of the individual tunes. For this week's bonus track, we jammed on Eck Robertson's Grigsby's Hornpipe, which is one of the most fiddle-specific tunes in the old-time canon. So if you want to hear how we managed to play that tune with flat-picking guitar and claw hammer banjo, there's details on how to access that video after the interview, so stick around. Let's get started. Ethan Hawkins, everybody. Enjoy.
Josie yeah. <laughs> Josie That was like the popular tune for a while there, like one to two years ago. I remember playing. Everybody played that at Clifftop. It's kind of it's kind of the perfect tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really good tune, and so it's, there's so much quarterly you can do with that. Yeah, it's sure. definitely wide open. Something about tunes that have three parts. Yeah. I feel like you could just keep doing them forever. Just keep <laughs> yeah. rolling. There's nowhere to end. Wow. Ethan Hawkins, welcome to Get Up in the Came Cool. Wit. Thank Finally, you. Finally, <laughs> yeah, I dude. tracked you down. After came to your house. house. <laughs> I've been running from you, man. <laughs> well, glad I'm here. Yeah, dude. I'm glad yeah. you're here, too. And you're you're within spitting distance now. Yeah. Too. You're just still down in you're Pittsburgh? Philadelphia. You're in Philadelphia. Wow, that's a that's a that's a big mistake. Well, edit that out later. <laughs> um, so I don't know very much about you because usually when we get together, we just start playing music right away. Yeah. Don't do that much talking. So this is a great excuse to like take some little breaks in between playing tunes, so I can like yeah. ask you personal questions just in front of the microphone. Yeah. Just cameras on. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, what I wanted to ask was, what, what's your pathway into traditional music? Did you start? Did oh. you grow up with it? Um, essentially, uh, my my father played bluegrass music, and so I I got dragged around to like festivals like Galax yep. and um, and this festival called Amelia and a whole bunch of other stuff. And he was he's a guitar picker too. He actually um, gave me this guitar to play and I've, I've been playing this since I was 14. That's awesome. Um, so I, I, I got into old time music because I felt like the uh, bluegrass scene was a little, um, it, it, it was a little uh, much for me to handle. I didn't really know the songs very well and I liked tunes more. So um, I met uh, these people when I was 18. I was working at Stelling Banjo and um, and I met uh, Colby Peg Joplin and yeah. Sam Stallings and Shona Carr. They were they were just starting this uh, band. They were calling it an indie country band. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Stan and 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 I started learning how to play. Scott Friend too. Scott and Ian Friend um, were some of the first people I, I started learning about old time with. So um, that was really like I, I had already started playing tunes um, through bluegrass music, um, but that. Um, that really set me off. Yeah, for sure. Hope that answers your question. Yeah, definitely. Um, my impression is that like the bluegrass community is like pretty like intense and like the expectations are yeah. kind of like you're expected to be very athletic yeah, in your yeah. in your musicianship. For, and- for sure. Um, athletic but simple. Yeah, uh, softly spoken but but very very widely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they expect. They expect you to um, have this. There, there's definitely like a way to talk around bluegrass musicians. Yeah, uh, you, you, you kind of put on a southern accent and <laughs> and and just start talking about farming and stuff. No, that's not right. But but just simple stuff like working on cars and and oh, I saw this cool thing at the gas station the other day or. Whatever. Is this like a caricature right now? Or are you serious? Like this I, is well, like when you hang I, out in bluegrass. I mean, I feel, how you talk. I feel like I feel like my being around my father. He put on more of an accent when he got. All right. And I'm starting to think about it. I'm starting to put on an accent right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, man. <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> it's a, it's it's a thing. Yeah. It's definitely a thing. Um, 
but it's so much fun um, being around those people. They're great people. It's just high expectations, and I was not at that point yet. Right. So playing old-time tunes, I don't know of very many uh, traditional like guitar players who play like all the fiddle notes like you do. Like, how did you... How did you get into your style of playing old time tunes? Well, I, I, I like I liked flat picking. Yeah, a lo- I love flat picking, and I like the way it sounds. But I just became enamored with the way the fiddle works because it's such a broadly, um, it's so, it's uh, it's just all over genres everywhere. Yep. It's it's so broadly accepted and. I mean, it's in jazz, old time, um, Cajun. I mean, everything. It drives a bunch of different kinds of music, and the rhythm patterns that it's able to like conceivably make are yeah amazing. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, I just I just started really liking how the fiddle sounded. Did you have to like change change any way that you play? Um, and like yes, do you have to ever navigate certain like um, contexts in different groups of old time musicians? Like, do you do you play? Do you, is Ethan the guitarist like with one group of folks in the old time scene different than Ethan playing with uh, with your crew? You know what oh, I mean? Like, for how, sure. how do you play differently? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, me and me and um, uh, I actually had a conversation about this with Alan Kaufman. Um, you should. I feel like a good musician should be able to um, take on the uh, vocabulary, if you yep. will, of anybody they're around. Um, so if, if 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 like a certain fiddle player wants you instead of doing this like um, gallopy strum, yeah. Instead of that, they want you to do, yeah. Um, then you do it, and you know how to do it because yeah. it's the dialect that they speak. Right. Essentially. I mean, I, I feel like I, I, I identify closest uh, with that uh, path of logic or yeah. mode of thinking. Right. Um, um, and it's, and it's out of respect for the people who've come right before me. Of right. course, there are still those guys who like, who, who are still Nazi-ish about how guitar is played yeah. in old time music. But, um, right. I, I don't see why it can't be ever changing. I mean, it, it was for the longest time. Yeah. I mean, you got bands like the Horseflies, and even most recently, like like uh, uh, Galen's uh, "The Buck Stops Here." She did a, a, an amazing job. Uh, all of those the members in that band, Rebecca yeah. and um, and uh, Shona and uh, and Julie, they did an amazing job transforming that music into a new pal- palatable. Yeah thing for sure so um i just yeah if you're going to play with people you got to know what they want to hear right for sure yeah ever changing yeah (laughs) right on yeah i I like that idea because like i think maybe some some guitarists or like bassists or other like maybe traditionally sort of support instruments maybe even some people really specifically see see the banjo that way too but like i feel like some people might feel sort of limited or like I'm doing a service as opposed to like I'm like 
uh, on the same level or something. But I like your idea of like, no, I, there's like, we're doing a collaborative thing together and like, sometimes it calls for me to do a straight up boom chuck. Yeah. Sometimes I can change it up. Sometimes I'll play all the, all the notes. Well, there's this fella, there's this fella, uh, down in, down in Stanton who, uh, who I played music a number of years with. His name's Chris Davis. He used to do sound for, um, uh, a bunch of different bands. Um, but he told me, and this stuck with me, if you aren't having fun playing um, old-time guitar, you're not doing it right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, backing up people is very important to know how to do. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like a tip of the hat. Right. I hear what you're saying. I hope you hear what I'm saying, too. Totally. For sure. Um, you want to play this next one? Yeah, let's, let's play this. That being said. Yeah. <laughs> so I... Um, I, I I taught you this tune. Yeah, on fiddle. <laughs> Where were we? We were at um, the the like at the Brandywine. It wasn't the festival, but it was the site of the festival at the yeah. at the farmhouse, uh, and it was a Halloween party. Whose house was that? Um, I well, know I met her, but I, I think can't it's remember like her Claire name Milliner's cause... mom's house or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't think she actually lives there. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So that was a that was a party. That was a good party. Love <laughs> yeah. this team too. Who's uh, this written by again? Don Stratton. Oh, okay. And yeah, I played it. Uh, sorry, sorry, Don. Uh, <laughs> I played it with like uh, cross G instead of in standard because I'm bad at playing fiddle. And it's easier to play in cross. Yeah. And uh, I did it faster because it's really hard to play slow fiddle. Yeah. And I didn't do any of the long tones because that's also really hard. Right. But so that was my limitations. And now that's how we're, we're going to yeah, play it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. New uh, Harbor. Thanks, Don. <laughs> you want to start it off? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
Hey, man. It's a good tune, Don. <laughs> it's a great tune. You did it. <laughs> well, well written, man. Oh, yeah. That recording sounds great, too. Uh, Alan Kaufman and him. Oh. Yeah, man, that's a really good album. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, uh, at the time of recording this, uh, I just released a Don's episode, and I was just saying how, like, I, I seldom hear, like, two different original tune players, like, make an album together that's, like, it makes so much sense. Like mm-hmm. there's a real synergy there where it's like they they sound better together. Yeah. You know for what sure. I mean? Like yeah. it, it doesn't just sound like a mixtape. It's just like <clears throat> it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and, and, and it's very like it's good to have new tunes out there to learn. Like you know, you, you, you think about like all the tunes that that came about that aren't traditional but everybody plays the yep. hell out of them like uh like road malvern and uh and all the gary harrison teams yeah yeah, yeah. yeah dude i mean if the we traditional didn't have now. people like yeah. that yeah it, it it'd be monstrous if we if we didn't have heroes to hang out with yeah it it would it, it would it would blow it would be terrible <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't have heroes to hang out with hurt it would blow. It would be terrible. My, my fault. I know. I know. I know. No, that's no, that's the tagline of that's the that's the tagline. Ethan Hawkins. It would blow. <laughs> okay, good. Oh man. So you're you're also a songwriter, uh, not yeah. just a tune player and uh, and writer of tunes, but you write songs. Yeah, yeah. I I actually came here to to learn how to write better. Here being Boston. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Boston, the neighborhoods of Boston. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I um I auditioned for Berkeley uh, about a year and a half ago. No, two years. It'll be two years. And um, man, I came here to study. Uh, lo and behold, it is really expensive to get a school, <laughs> right? um, or anywhere really. And yeah. um, but I've been learning quickly that that, that is okay, and it 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 all. It all reflects on like just who you who you're playing around. Yeah. So I, I still I still get to play music with my heroes. Um, but I, I came to study. I the, one one of the uh, one of the people people I really wanted to study with was Mark Mark Simos, and uh, he. <laughs> you actually just just recorded one of his episodes. I'm pretty sure, and uh, uh, he gave me an assignment, and he, he he. I still need to turn that thing in, man. <laughs> I don't know. How long ago did you did he give you that to you? He gave it to me in the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I guess I guess I was uh, too too enthralled with what I was doing and too 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 embarrassed that I couldn't figure it out to ask him anything about it. And I, I didn't pay him for it, so I can't like <laughs> I can't like just go to him and be like I really need help. Well, I'm sorry. I've got 50 other people to teach. Figure it out, buddy. <laughs> Uh, but that's how he is definitely not that kind of person it's just, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just my fear <laughs> but uh no he's a great person great songwriter i really like him he um but i, I really wanted to study with him and uh and uh bruce molsky is actually uh, teaching up here in boston yeah i, I really wanted to st- i've gotten to play with him uh a couple times and this is a place around. to play acoustic it's, music it really at like a is, performance man. level as well, Boston, you it's, know. It's, like, it's also a place to like like spread out and do something new and original. 
I think it's 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 a crossover yeah. between all folk folk musics. I mean, ca- Canadians represented here. Scottish is highly represented in the north. Scottish and Irish music, and uh, I know Irish Irish and Scottish people really get bummed when you don't when you can't tell the difference between. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe somebody else can. It's probably For, probably like trying to tell the difference between bluegrass and old time. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. I would. Seems so obvious to us, but yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been enjoying my time here in Boston for sure. Um, what was the? What, 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 we were gonna play your song. Oh, the, the songwriting thing. Okay. Um. Well, here we go. Said, hey, darling. I tried to speak my piece last time I saw you. I'm sorry for the fool I've been Such a short time Times before they went so easy And she's so pretty Yeah, thank you for the shape I'm in Tell me, honey, how's your family been? A time's blessing And I've been weeping for a broken-hearted country Lovely, strong as oxen skin My fall was early I have failed to tame the beast in this here city I'll be hunting down the past till then Tell me, honey, how's your family been? I flew up the coast in a jet airliner Doing that five times Coast in a jet airliner do 
<laughs> That's how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. Oh, thanks, man. Um, I, you know, you're a very good rhyme smith. <laughs> Just the way you're lying. Like, if I, if I didn't know English, I would really like your songs. <laughs> and I do know English, and I, and I really, really like your songs. But if I didn't, I would still like them a lot. Just because awesome. they, they sound really good. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's hard to make English sound good, I think. Well, you got you got to read a lot, I guess. I've been really stuck on on, on Bukowski. Okay. Lately, yeah. I can see that. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bukowski is because because it's hard. He's like a free form writer, but yeah. it's really nice to find the rhythm in his poems because the where he chooses to yeah. to make spaces and 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 exclaim and do all that stuff. He's really good. Yeah. Um, but um does that affect your songwriting i feel i feel like it does i feel like doing stuff like uh listening to spoken word and trying to find rhythm in it yeah um because because i mean there there wouldn't i don't think the speeches that have been made um or recorded would be as as powerful if they weren't delivered as strongly as they are yeah um I have a dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a dream that, like, if he didn't say, "I have a dream," pause. Yeah, you know, like, like the the rhythm of that kind of thing is is really important. I feel like um, so. I, I Four score and seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I only know the first line of, of every famous. Song. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry. My fellow Americans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, that's uh, that's where I draw inspiration. That that and I, I, I hung out with this uh, uh this uh, songwriting um, um, guru. He's the man, uh, Nathan Moore. Have you ever heard of him? No. Everybody should know about Nathan Moore. Um, he uh, he, I found him in a field because his brother was going to Peru, and uh, well. I had heard him play before, and I didn't know what he was all about. I was like, ah, this guy's okay. He's just singing songs. But that's where I sort of learned how to listen to words and yep. what good words were. Yeah. You know, like, and um, I started listening to music in a different way then, which I think feel like is really important once you understand something. I mean, you get Dylan once you, once you get into the words. Yeah. If you're not listening to the words, it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, that's a. I don't know. Did I? I just rambled on for about ten minutes. No, I don't think it's that much. <laughs> uh, should we get to to D real quick and play yeah, this slide? Let's yeah, do that. Tuning break. Tuning break. Okay. All right. We're in D now. <laughs> do you uh? Do you ever play in in D position without a capo? Oh or? yeah. Yeah, for sure. What when do you choose to do to do C and D? Like, oh, um I I choose it when it's when it's a lower register tune or when it, it when it plays uh I, yeah. I tend I tend to like the higher register and my guitar sounds better capoed up in in in, in all honesty. Um yeah. but um I usually use it for for stuff that's in a lower register like um like I'll 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 play a, a shuck in the brush or a, 
just stuff that sounds really good in in in, in that position. That makes um, sense. Yeah. But I, I I tend to gravitate more towards uh, capoing up and playing out of C position just because I, I think the guitar sounds better there. Um, but I've been playing playing in D position a lot more just just because I want to understand it better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems a little bit more, a little bit more mis- like mysterious. Like you got yeah. the shapes. Like the C yeah. is just like, rump, rump, rump. you like barely yeah. have to move. Yeah, but D is like, and it's really it's really different. easy to navigate the neck up, right up in C position. Yeah. I feel like, but um, no, I I I've been really digging on on some some. Uh, standard uh, D position tunes later. yeah yeah well yeah let's play this uh, winder slide do you say it as one word winder slide uh, or do I you do. say winders slide oh no I say winder slide winder slide well that's what we're gonna play winder slide <laughs> not winder slide
I'll nail that one day. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you want this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We gotta tune again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, we gotta go to A though. It's the one essential. I, this is my first episode that I've done with like two cameras, so I'm not sure how I'm gonna like do these transitions. Oh, so, it's sweet. Like, it's gonna be like star wipe. <laughs> fade, fade in, fade out. Yeah, the dissolve. dissolve. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be, it's gonna be some corny, yeah, corny situation. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Just all Star Wars style. Can you, can you, can you assign sound effects to it too? <laughs> like, like, like shimmer, like, like, like somebody dragging a drumstick across the chimes. <laughs> Explosions. Maybe some Tim and Eric stuff. Oh man, I don't I don't know if I know all the words of this one anymore. Alright, well let's talk about it real quick before we get back in officially. Alright, let's do that. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't wear no greasy coat, I don't dip, dip I don't chew. I don't chew. I don't go I don't, don't cheat, I don't lie. Yeah. I don't cheat, I don't know. Uh, I don't kiss, I don't tell. I don't kiss, I don't tell. And then I'll I'll just do the last one. I will go through the melody once. And then See them girls dress so fine and got Jesus on their mind. See them girls dress so fine. They ain't got Jesus on their mind. Yeah, okay, great. Alright, uh Greasy Coat, where'd you learn this tune? Uh I have no idea. I think I learned it from Colby once. And then I heard it a bunch at a bunch of different festivals. I, mean, I think I heard it at Mount Airy. I know I heard Vivian Leva sing this tune at uh, Mount Airy, though she pro she probably got the lyrics right that <laughs> <at> time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, well, I like your lyrics. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one.
Mine too. Um, who wrote this one? Is it yeah. Jim? Yeah, Jim Childress. I just I just met him this last cliff time. I got to play oh, this really? with him. Oh really? Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> I bet he's tired of people playing it with him. <laughs> Maybe, he? but he had a good attitude about it. Oh, did he? Sweet. <laughs> okay, that's what I was trying to ascertain from you because I was like. If I ask him to play it with me when I meet him, it's no, like, definitely do. Yeah. yeah, okay. Right, Jim. Right, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Have you gotten him on your show yet? No, not yet. Sometimes, sometimes you. Um. Thanks for thanks for doing this. Yeah, man. I mean, your little music parlor. Yeah, the the the, the Brighton House. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's, it's a good place to be. Wel- welcomes any musician into its doors. I'm pretty sure, as long as. You don't, you know, throw our couch out the window or something. <laughs> These are reasonable requests. Yeah, I think so. Um, do you have anything you want to like plug or promote or talk about? Shout outs. Uh, well, I I guess I guess I should uh, I should give a shout out to Galen who's doing um, a new project with John Carter Cash. She's um she's getting ready to uh, record a bunch of tunes. Well, right now she is, but by the time you air this, it won't. Probably, probably be 
done and gone by now, but uh, she's coming out with a new uh, Carter Family record uh, that she's singing um, songs about, and that should be really cool. It's um, awesome. <laughs> there's also um, a, a, a Jubal's Kin record out there that we haven't released yet that people should look forward to listening to. All right. I, I, I really enjoy it. <clears throat> um, I was part of that. Um, also... Let's see here. I don't know. I'm 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 getting ready to make a record mm-hmm. here in, in here in the winter. So uh, I keep I keep waiting for this. Record. Yeah, I know everybody <laughs> does, man. It's just it's just you know I'm just lazy and stupid and I'm enjoying playing music with too many people. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I'm sure people just bug you about it because they do. We're really. Anxious to hear it. Me, yeah, it makes me it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy, and it makes me feel like a like a dope for not doing it sooner. But I, I, I definitely <laughs> I definitely want it to sound good. Yeah, these but, things take yeah, time. Yeah, they, you gotta find the right situation. You don't want to force a. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah, let's play this Jim Childress tune. Is that how you say his last name? Jim, yeah, Jim. Yeah, Childress. 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 Yeah, it's a good tune. All right, thanks, Ethan. Yeah, man. Let's do it.
Ethan mentioned a couple albums that you should definitely check out. Uh, neither of them have been released yet, but you can pre-order Galen's Carter Family Project at IamGalen.com, and I'll include a link in the Facebook post and episode description. Also, you can like and follow Jubal's Kin on Facebook so you can know when their album comes out. My call to action for this episode is to share Get Up In The Cool videos on Facebook. When it pops up in your feed, click the share button and say something nice if you have the time. Uh, if it doesn't pop up in your feed, it's probably because you don't like Get Up In The Cool's Facebook page. So go do that. What are you doing? Uh, you can even click the follow button and say you want Get Up In The Cool posts to show up first in your news feed. You know, before all of the awful, uh, infuriating things. If you want to hear and see Ethan and I play that Grigsby's Hornpipe, you have to sign up to support the show at the weekly bonus track level on Get Up In The Cool's Patreon page. Just go to CameronDewitt.com and click the Patreon button. There's other cool rewards there like weekly MP3 downloads of the tunes we play on the show, basically an old-time CSA. Uh, if you're a banjo player and want to ask me questions about how I play this riff or that run, Sign up to join the Banjo Hangout, which is a monthly online banjo workshop. We just did our first one a few days ago. And we got plenty of room for more to join. Thanks for listening, friends. Come back same time next week for more Get Up in the Cool. 